This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Welcome back into another segment of Inside Black and Gold. Jeff Nowak along with Steve Geller here. And now talking about the Saints 53-man roster. Not really too many surprises. I think in all, I would say just one honestly for me uh, at the linebacker position. And I think the 53-man the roster that you had posted, Jeff, held up pretty well. Yeah, so obviously, you know, there, there were a few differences, but for the most part, it, it held up. One of the odd differences was I didn't predict C.J. Gardner-Johnson getting traded, right? So that's one. But my, by my count, I think I got 49 of the 53 players, which feels pretty solid. Um, I got... So the safeties I had put on there, the only one that I didn't have was Daniel Sorensen, who I think probably had his spot. He or Justin Evans probably had his spot saved by the CJ trade. Yeah. Totally um, so now you still kept six. You actually didn't cut a single safety. Um, all the safeties that were on the roster going into the cuts, which did not include CJ, stayed on the roster. So yeah, it's Tyron Matthew, Marcus May, PJ Williams, JT Gray, Justin Evans, Daniel Sorensen. We got the quarterbacks completely right. That was Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton. The the wide receivers, we got slightly wrong, although I did say that I expected Traquan Smith might be kept on the roster and reverted to IR, and I think that's what happened. So you ended up with Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, Deontay Hardy, Marquez Callaway, Traquan Smith, Rashid Tahid, Dijon Dixon, Kirk Merritt were cut, Kawan Baker to the suspended list. We got the running backs right. Obviously, because Abram Smith was already cut by the zone, put this up. Kamara, Ingram, Washington, Tony Jones Jr., but we didn't get the fullback right. They did keep the fullback, which I was surprised by in Adam Prentice. Um, tight end was easy. Yeah, Adam Troutman, Nick Vanette, Juwan Johnson, Taysom Hill, Lucas Crawl was cut. Now, they reworked Vanette's contract, uh, lowering his base salary, keeping him on the roster. I wonder if they said, hey, you, if you want to stick around, you better, you know, drop the price tag a little. Yeah, I think it's very similar to what we saw with Latavius Murray last year, right? They asked him to take a pay cut right before the season. He didn't yeah. do it. They ended up keeping Tony Jones. This was after the cutdown, so they actually kept Latavius Murray through the cutdown, but then they released him prior to week one. And I think this was a similar situation. It was like, you know, we need a blocking tight end, but we need you to make the minimum. 
um, to justify it. And I think that's, you know, he wanted to stick around and he did the team a favor and cut his salary down. And that's, you know, if you want to make a roster, that's a good way to make sure you do it. Right. And we saw like with Latavius Murray, he wouldn't do it. They caught him. <laughs> so we'll let it cut guys. Um, and yeah, I think that's what you saw there. Offensive line was going to be an interesting one because they had to keep Trevor Penning on the roster to revert him to IR and get him back this season. And so the one cut that they made that I didn't have was Nick Martin, the backup center. Although that makes sense because I think backup center is a position you don't necessarily need because you have Cesar Ruiz at guard. Um, but I still think they're going to try to bring Nick Martin back if they can. I, I wasn't really surprised by much on the offensive side at all. The, um, the tight end group, I will say, too, another positive the other day was seeing at least Adam Troutman talking. We hadn't uh, heard from him in a bit, and he revealed that he did go through concussion protocol after suffering a ding in that Green Bay Packers preseason game. I did see him walk off the field a bit dazed. Couldn't confirm, obviously, if it was a concussion or not, but he's all clear and uh, ready to go right now, which will be great, obviously, for week one against Atlanta. Yeah, that, that was, <laughs> this is kind of funny because that was my report that he, quote-unquote, banged up his head a little bit. And every now and then you'll see your name pop up in like a, like a fantasy football notification. Yeah. And it's always weird when it's you that is getting getting cited. And that's what happened with the Adam Troutman one because I have him on one of my, I think on my Dynasty team. And so like I got a push notification telling me about my own reporting, um, which was weird. And, it, and it's actually, it's on Yahoo and ESPN. It's always just kind of strange when you see your name there. Um, but yeah, so he he made it sound like he's good to go. So that is, that is good. And it was a head injury, right? He didn't make it sound like he had a concussion, which I think is important to note. He just went through the concussion protocol Simple, because there's right. a difference there, right? Like if you if you get hit in the head and they think you may have been concussed, you go through the concussion protocol. But it's the best case scenario if you do that and you don't actually have a concussion because as we've seen with some guys, those build up over time. So the fewer you can technically have, you know, you want to see them playing it safe, but the fewer you actually have is good for you long term. So, so that's good to hear. And uh, yeah, I think that makes you feel a little better about the tight end position especially week one and beyond. I don't want to have to question my blocking at the tight end position. And he and Nick Vanette are both very good blockers. So I feel good about that. Spot. Hopefully we see a little more of Taysom Hill, who that was kind of one of my disappointments, I guess you would say of training camp. The fact that there's still to me, a lot of questions about him at the position because he was mostly absent. I'm okay with that. As long as he's healthy, I'm okay with it. Cause you know, he's used to moving all around in the offense it's really just a question of how, if he can if he can be a little a little tighter on some of the route running and some of the you know not you know just as a pass catcher specifically. But I feel I feel confident in his ability to know the offense. He's been here long enough, um, and so it's just a question of how you use him and how you deploy him. But yeah, I mean there are still questions there. But at the same time, that's okay for to me because I want the other team to not have any idea what they're going to be expecting for Taysom, and you know that's that's what you have going into Week One against the team that. He has historically just dominated. Yes. If you pick one team that Taysom Hill has just completely owned, it's the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, he is a gamer against Atlanta for sure. But he started he started three games at quarterback against the Falcons and won all three. And I would argue that a game he didn't start was his best game of his career, which was Thanksgiving against the Falcons up in Atlanta when he, he ran for a touchdown, he caught a touchdown pass, and he blocked a punt. It's a pretty good day. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that, that, and that's the Taysom Hill, you know, that, that Thanksgiving version of Taysom Hill is the one you're hoping to see this year. And that's why I'm excited about Taysom Hill because Taysom Hill, the quarterback, is not exciting to me. <laughs> Taysom Hill, the, the do-everything-else guy, is exciting to me. Yeah, we saw, the, obviously, the, the issue we had with the Liz Frank coming into camp didn't seem to be an issue. Then he suffered the rib injury. And then something else popped up with him where he was missing time, too. It just that that's obviously the biggest concern for me is just his health and the ability to stay on the field. I'm not going to ding anybody from a health perspective based on how things went this offseason. And the reason is, I think we saw a very drastic change in the availability protocol of like when guys get on the field and when they don't. Right. And I think especially during the offseason, you're going to you saw them be very, very proactive with if you're dealing with something, you're not going to be in practice. Right. So. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, the rib thing, sure, I think he did have a rib injury. And I think we've gone over, like, you know, one of the reasons I think you ended up with a rib injury for Taysom Hill is he just wasn't ready to take contact. And then you can't come back in a non-contact jersey, which I think kind of lends credence to that idea. So I, I don't know. I, you know, I think he's going to be in a flak jacket during the season. Um, and he's used to that as a quarterback. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm not, I'm not too worried about his health. Anyway, moving on to the defense. The defensive line, I thought, you know, was one of the easier spots to predict, and we got them all right. Um, that was Cam Jordan, Marcus Davenport, Peyton Turner, Carl Granderson, and Tano Passanio at defensive end. David Onyemata, Malcolm Roach, Shai Tuttle, Kentavious Street. The cuts were Josh Black, sixth-round pick Jordan Jackson, Taco Charlton, Nico Lalos, and then Albert Huggins went to IR. I thought that Taco Charlton, he had a pretty good showing with the Saints, but the fact that he was really kind of limited as more of just a pass rusher kind of guy. Wasn't really stout against the run at all. And obviously they had so many other guys there. But the defensive tackle spot now with Roach on IR is definitely interesting because you kind of penciled him in as the starter alongside Onyemata. Yeah, and I expect that to be Shy Tuttle now. Maybe Kentavious, right. but I think it's Shy because I think you want to keep Kentavious as kind of that swing guy, that rotational guy. And I think, yeah, I think you just have to bring in someone for depth. And it could be Jordan Jackson. Like, I don't, I don't know. But we'll, we'll see. You know, they have some guys on the practice squad that they can elevate. So that might be how you handle it is you send someone for the, to the practice squad and you ele elevate them for the first couple weeks because you can elevate them up to three times, I think, before you have to sign them to the active roster. So it, that's going to be one of the positions that I think is still kind of finding itself as, as the season goes on. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. But so we got all those right. So these were a lot of the positions that we hit hard and we got them right. The position that we didn't, that I got completely wrong, even though I still feel like it was the way that, like, it's, it's one of those scenarios where I'm, I have to decide between whether I'm trying to be predictive or I'm trying to be analytical in that I probably should have been able to predict that the Saints were going to keep Zach Bond because, you know, when it comes to a third round pick, they don't want to cut bait early on a guy like that. And but in, in my head, I don't think he has done enough to make the roster. Right. So I wouldn't keep it. This would still be my roster, the one that I put out. 
But the one that the Saints put out, Demario Davis, Pete Werner, I think you're really good at those top two spots. Like, that's good. You're okay with that. Beyond that, I, you know, it gets bleak real fast if you end up having to, having to pencil these guys in. Kane Ellis has had his moments, you know. And- yeah. You're okay with him. But, like, man, like, the ceiling is low. You know, like, you, the, I think the floor is high and the ceiling is low because you know what you're going to get. And that's why you put him on the roster. But if you have to rely on him for a, for a, a good chunk of time this season, he could get exposed. Um, but Caden Ellis, Andrew Dow, which we expected. He's one of the guys that got right on the special teams side. And then Zach Bond, who, as I said, a third-round pick. The guys I had on there were, you know, I had six. I had Demario, Pete, Caden, and then I had Wilson. Dowell. Nephi Sewell and Eric Wilson. Nephi Sewell ended up on the practice squad. And I know they're working out some linebackers. So I think you're still going to see another name added there. But I, I'm not a, I wanted to keep Nephi on the active roster. I just, they just love Zach Vaughn here, I guess. I don't know. And Chase Hansen couldn't stay healthy. He got cut. John Bostic got cut. Zach, it's another, it's another Zach Vaughn season. Hopefully he picks it up. Hopefully he kind of finds his way. But, you know. Yeah, the, the thing I, with Hansen, we definitely weren't surprised by because of the injury issues there. I did think that Wilson would make the roster over Bon as well, and I don't want to say surprise, but it was it was a little little bit of a shock there because I thought that Wilson had played really well in the off season, a veteran a veteran presence for the team too, and just I don't I don't ever see Zach Bond standing out on defense and. Even in that game in Green Bay where you thought, oh, he's going to ha- – I thought at least maybe this big homecoming and he'll, he'll show up. He still was kind of absent until I think like the third or early fourth fourth quarter where I finally remember noticing him. He just hasn't made an impact. Um, but, you know, he has been good on special teams. And these last few roster spots, we went over it last week. It's not always about what you're doing at the main position. Like – JT Gray doesn't make the roster because he makes a couple of great plays at safety. You know, Daniel Sorensen doesn't make the roster because he makes a couple of great plays at safety. Andrew Dowell doesn't make the roster because he makes a couple of great plays at linebacker. Dwayne Washington doesn't make the roster because he makes a couple of great runs at running back. They make it because they are important on special teams. And so, you know, if you're looking for a reason why Zach Bond got kept around, it's probably has to do with his impact on special teams, whether he's a third round pick or not. So take that for what it is. I still like Derek Wilson. I, I think there's a chance they bring him back, but yeah. So that's the position that we got the most wrong. When it's when I got when I say 49 out of 53, two of those came right there. The other one I got wrong, obviously Daniel Sorensen and then Traquan, who I left off. We got all the rest of them. So I feel like I feel like that's a pretty solid prediction. I feel like for 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 a 53 man roster, you can't uh, you know you're gonna. I I feel like it should be 50 because. CJ getting traded, you know, that's like a free space in bingo. Like, no one got that. So, I'm okay with it. Yeah, you can't I, – I would agree. You can't factor that one in. Uh, but, like, with, with Vaughn, like you said again, I'm guessing that he has these elite special team skills to go along with the guys like a JT Gray and all. But definitely need to see more from him and wouldn't be surprised at all, though, if he ends up being a cut, if they do find somebody that they they like more that's available right now. Besides, like an Eric Wilson um, or or a Sewell or you know bringing one of those other guys back, it'll be interesting to see if there's any any cuts from another team that they're interested in at that at the linebacker position, just because the depth there seems to be the biggest concern after Demario and Werner. 
I think you have enough roster spots that are going to be opened up with Trevor likely getting sent to IR, with Traquan likely getting sent to IR. I mean, I was just assuming on Traquan because of his injury history um, and he's dealing with that shoulder. So, like, because you brought in Owen Tanner from Buffalo, so he's going to fill that that spot you opened up by sending Malcolm Roach to IR, and so you're still at 53 there, and then likely Trevor Penning. So that opens up one guy you can sign without cutting anybody, and if you send Traquan, that's another spot. So we'll see, but I think that I think we're going to see this pretty much stand pat. You probably do have to find a quarterback for the practice squad because Ian Book's not there. But I went hard on the, the CJ Gardner Johnson trade. This team is not as good as it was with him on it. I still think this is a very very good roster. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even though I love that one stat you had brought up earlier, um, I, I guess it was when Gardner Johnson was yapping about him being the slot top slot corner in the NFL. Well, the five games. He missed last year. The Saints did not win a single one of them. And I'm sure he loved that. Yeah, and he and he and the team averaged like 29 points a lot per game compared to like 15 when he was playing. Yeah, he retweeted that, and I'm sure the team loves me for putting that out into the world. But, hey, we, uh, you know. Thanks for having those contract anymore. talks. And, and I'll miss CJ. You know, I'm, I'm wishing him the best, not during week 17, obviously, but I'm wishing him the best. I hope he finds a home out there. And I will say – you know, if he thought we were hard on him, he's in for a rude awakening out in Philly, right? Like, oh, yeah. I think we were fair to CJ. You know, Philly's a different animal. Like, they throw batteries at people. They boo Santa Claus. Like, if, if you if you get on their wrong side, it could get ugly. And so uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes for him. It's going to be an interesting time in that market. Did you happen to see, as soon as he landed in Philadelphia, it was like TMZ. There was an Eagles reporter there waiting. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that 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 is a that is a whole different animal, the Philly market. Um, so we'll we'll see how that goes. But you know, I'm rooting for him. I like CJ a lot. Hopefully, he can uh, he can get his deal and and keep falling out there. Look forward to the trash talk on New Year's Day, and seeing what uh, what he what he's gonna say with Jameis and everything else to get the uh, the team riled up. I don't think he'll be able to bait anybody though into into doing anything too crazy. Well, they will know what to expect. So at exactly. Least but okay, that's going to wrap it up for this segment on Inside Black and Gold. I'm going to cut Steve loose and we're going to finish out with, with some viewer questions and kind of get into, you know, some of the latest uh, additions to the practice squad, that sort of thing. Stick around on Inside Black and Gold. <laughs> 